Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Across the fruited plains and throughout the nation. Yeah, coast to coast, border to border. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with me on this fantastic day here in the the USA. Yeah. I'm Seal. And listen, today, listen, folks, I got to tell you something. I've been on the road again uh, these last few days, and um, but I came back in, and I want to give a, um, a special thanks to uh, my friend, Leanne, who supplied me with this, with this uh, video. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share the, um, the, the producer of this video with you. Hopefully tomorrow. I'm going to have Michelle. Michelle's going to be working on that. I got a crack team working with me. Jared. Jared's going to be leaving me uh, here soon. So I'm going to have to replace Jared. Uh, he's uh, doing really good in his business and is taking and consuming a lot of his time. And so I'm going to have to bring on someone else, uh, most likely to uh, take care of Jared. But Jared's uh, still a part of the team until the end of the month and uh, maybe the next month if I can talk him into doing it. But I have Michelle, I have uh, Jared, who's been with me for years now, and uh, the newest addition to our family is Leanne. She just made an addition to the show because there is this lie that's, yeah, it's a, it's a lie that's being told uh, to you. And it's not being told, it's just being suppressed. You know what I'm saying? It's just being suppressed. Um. You 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 are in, and, and I just got off the airplanes and all. Not yesterday, last evening, I just got off the airplanes with everybody in hysterics again over this COVID and masking and all this kind of thing. Now, before I share this with you, and uh, at the top of the hour, the next hour, we're going to have on with me L.M. Buddy Pilgrim, who is a businessman extraordinaire, former CEO and president of Pilgrim's Pride Chicken. Um, my neck of the woods and over in Texas where he is, he's, he's, uh, he, he was the man pilgrim pride chicken. Yeah. He's going to be on with me. My good buddy, uh, is going to be on with me. And, um, we're going to talk about this as well. And we're going to cover a, a ver- wide variety of things that, uh, that buddy and I are going to discuss with you. And one of them is this mass deception or, uh, and it is deception by omission. You deceive people uh, several ways. Well, there's all kinds of ways to deceive folks. But the, the, the best way to deceive them is tell them a truth and omit uh, a lot of the facets to the truth. And that's what your medical, your CDC 
Oh yeah, yeah. Your Center for Disease Control. That that is what they are doing. Evidently, we're, and we're investigating it. We're looking it up. I'm, I'm researching this video that Leanne sent me, and uh, this lady that, that that has you know was sent because if what she is saying, and I'm going to bring it all, make it all clear as mud here very soon. Mud's very, you can see it. You know, you know that's mud. I'm gonna make it that clear uh, to you here very soon, okay? Now, what she's saying is that there is and is being used in the billion, uh, in approaching the billions, if not over a billion doses of it around the world. I'm not gonna tell you what it is yet, but I will, to treat and cure. The symptoms and the effects of COVID. Now, 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 what's important about this is that you have a medical community here who are absolutely selling you on the idea that if you don't do this thing their way, if you don't uh, handle this COVID thing their way, then you're some kind of heretic. Uh, You're you're, you're some kind of of loony-eyed, crazy person if you don't do this the way they're telling you to do it. But, you know, I checked this out the brief time that I had to check this out, but I'm going to... But but this, this is... A part of things that people, what this woman is saying, what this nurse is is saying, and she's a nurse. She is telling you exactly what a lot of other people believe anyway. I have always believed it. I have always believed that uh, your natural immune system and other things, natural treatments, what have you, can in fact stave this off. Without having to get this, uh, the shot and all that kind of thing. Uh, and, and and I do believe that our government folks has suppressed a lot of the information that we as Americans would have used if they had not wanted to control the narrative of this COVID thing. It is absolutely diabolical. A lot of the diabolical things that are going on here in this country right now. But what is good, though, What's really good is that uh, the the eyes, yeah, the eyes of America are are being opened. Yeah, the eyes of America are being opened. So take a listen to what is going on in uh, on the show today. This is going to help you. You know, I was, uh, I, I had to uh, make an, I had to run an errand this morning and I had to go through a couple of roundabouts. And for those of you who may live in Grand Canyon, you don't know what a roundabout is uh, because you live in America. <laughs> and I know that those of you who have roundabouts in your city, you're saying, well, I live in America too. No, no, let me tell you, let me tell you why I'm saying what I'm saying. I remember there were no roundabouts and all that, but they did have them in Europe, Right. They had they oh they'd had roundabouts in Europe for ages. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Go there. But I think it's we're near Big Ben, where Big Ben is. Uh, there's this roundabout, and you can circle it and get lost in it and circle it and have them all over the all over the place in Europe. And I always thought they were stupid. I, I really did, you know. I, you know, but what they do is in, in Europe they put many times these nice statues and stuff that you circle around, you know, in the roundabout. And uh, you can get in roundabout hell uh, there in Europe. You can do that. But I, I saw this accident this morning in the roundabout. And it was because the person didn't realize that was the person always to the uh, left of you, who's ever to the left of you, they have the right of way. That, that's, that's the simplest way to remember whose turn it is in a roundabout. roundabout. That's the rules of the road. If the person's coming in from the left and you're, you're about to enter from the right, whatever, uh, if he's coming to you, coming to your left, he has, he or she has the right of way. They have the right of way. Okay. Evidently, uh, these people from Nebraska, well, what Nebraska, what, it was, it was a, an out of state tag here in Florida that had an accident in the roundabout because I think that they actually believe that the person that they ran into <laughs> should have yielded to them. No, no, they were coming from your left. You had, to, in fact, there was a yield sign right there. My point about this roundabout thing is this. I could tell that we were become, becoming Europeanized. I were becoming, well, we were becoming more European in our thought patterns. It's when I first saw the first roundabouts pop up here in this country. I said, somebody's bringing this idea here, and this is nothing but mass confusion for those who don't understand what's going on in the roundabout situation. I've seen them at casinos. When I've gone and done venues at casinos, they have roundabouts at casinos. Now, how stupid is this to put a roundabout where people come out drunk? People come out of the casino high. That's why the cops hang around outside the casinos. In fact, I have so many cop buddies. Uh, but they usually don't bother people, you know, they're, they're, you know, it's coming out of the casinos because, uh, you know, the casino owners wouldn't like that. And they would scream and cry to the mayors of those cities that my patrons are being arrested when they come out of here. Uh, arrest them when they get closer to home, if you must do it. But you put a roundabout in a casino parking lot. That is the stupidest thing you can possibly do. Would you not agree? Well, it is. And hey, friends, let me say this to you as well. Um, this is, and I do believe, was the first indications, these roundabouts popping up all over American cities for no good reason. I mean, things were going, you know, going along just fine. It didn't add to anything. It just added to the confusion of what's going on. You could have done something much different and had the same effect. But I knew that we were becoming more European or in our thought pattern when these roundabouts began to pop up in our, our country. And sure enough, here we go down the path. We have appeased everybody. We have this coronavirus thing where the uh, elites and the Democrats can control everybody with the narrative they want you to believe through the news media that you listen to CNN, MSNBC, ABC, the usual suspects that help spread, feed, 
and carry this lie as far as their masters want them to carry it. And they do it by omitting. And, and, and this, this, this clip that I got uh, here today, Leanne sent me here today. Uh, this clip that I got here today, folks, when I, when I, bring, her, when I bring this woman on, when I bring, I'll tell you her name a little bit later on. When I bring her on, I am saying to you right now, you better hear me. I am saying to you right now, she's not coming on today. Uh, we're we're going to work on having her on tomorrow. When I bring her on, I don't know if I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet it out. I'm going to tweet it. I'm going to fa- uh, Instagram. I'm going to Facebook. And I'm going to do all of that. I'm going to promo this real good. Now, I've been in, in Twitter jail before. But the way the uh, speech Nazis, let's call it, the way the speech Nazis are conducting your business and trying to run mine, especially when you tweet something out that they consider to be false and inaccurate information when they consider that to be the case and you're doing it against their wishes and against their orders when you do it it's a good chance you're going to be get get kicked off for a, for a little bit now i'm going to tweet out here learn the truth about covid and see what they say when i i do this i i just may i just may get booted off but let me tell you the best thing about being on the Talk Monster, conservative Talk Monster, Red State Talk Radio. Let me tell you what's so good about it. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about. Are you hearing me? We can talk about whatever we want to talk about until somebody arrests the airwaves, and let me tell you something, you cannot put it past those who want to absolutely control the narratives that we uh, think about today. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them to try and control even that aspect of it. They do it over in Europe. They do it in roundabout country. This is coming, becoming roundabout country. What do people from the country who come to roundabout country how do they navigate? Not that they're stupid or anything. It's just an unnecessary uh, traffic uh, encumbrance. That, that's, 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 that's the only way I can, I can really describe it. it it's a traffic and it, it encumbers traffic. And I am going to uh, bring to you Something else that's an encumbrance to you getting over the hysteria that we are forced to endure in stupid situations. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Uh, let me tell you what I'm talking about as far as stupid situations. Okay, you go to the airport, right? And Lord knows I'm, I'm in the airport far longer and off, more often than uh, I would like to be, but it's what I do. Uh, not airports, but travel, and you know that's what I do. It's part of my job. Other, it's part of my other job. Okay, you have these signs specifically saying 
maintain six feet apart distances and uh, you must wear a mask. In fact, if you're in American Airlines terminals, you have masked Nazis that come by and say, put your mask on. It sounds that way to me. And, and, and you know, you, you keep from getting kicked out of the airport because you got to get to where you're going. You put your mask on, right? Okay, so six feet apart and all this kind of stuff. Put your mask on. All right, go down to the Burger King in the same terminal. Uh, order a, a burger or whatever at the Burger King or wherever you want to eat, get, get Chick-fil-A, whatever. You can sit down at the table while other people are in line beside you eating that burger with your mask off. And there are people all around you at uh, the little bar stool tables up there where the the plug-ins are. People all around you eating their burgers and drinking their drinks and macking their fries and all that kind of, you know, whatever. Eating their fries. No mask on. And uh, nobody cares. And evidently the spread of COVID doesn't run rampant in that time that people are eating, which is all the time in airports without their mask on. But yet uh, they want you while you're in the loading area, you know, where you're going to board the plane. They want you to have your mask on and try and maintain six feet apart distance. My question is simply this. What sense does that make at all? Especially when you're about to get on the plane and your shoulders are going to be six inches apart, if that far. And when they bring around the drinks and the ch- and whatever they give you on the on the the plane, the chips, what are the cookies on the plane? You can take your mask down. And yesterday, and and the, the, my seatmates, we thought this was just over the top, hilarious. One of the little young stewards walks through, and and uh, the guy across the aisle from me was drinking his drink and eating his uh, thing, and, and he had his mask down below his chin, right? So did I. So did everybody else who had their stuff. This guy comes by and says to him, pull the mask up. You can pull it down, sip a little bit, and then pull it back up. That's the way we want you to do it. Those were his words. Those were the words of the steward. Uh, he was a male steward. That, 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 that was, you know, but now... Again, he didn't save the rest of us. He just singled him out and made sure the rest of us heard what he said to him. Hoping, I guess, that the rest of us would put our mask up as this guy did not do. Applaud him because he evidently could tell how stupid this was. Folks, air does circulate. Am I right? So if 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 you're sitting at the Chick-fil-A or the Burger King in the airport with your mask off eating your fries or at the or if you're McDonald's chewing out Max and and acting all cool you know uh what 
What in the world then would make anyone with any any common sense think that anybody walking by there? If you're in a restaurant and you got your, if you're in an airport restaurant and you got your your food on your table and you got your mask down eating and enjoying your food and the waiter or waitress walks by you fast or slow, it does not matter. If they walk by you, don't they carry the current on the current of air, uh, whatever was at your table with them? Don't they? I think they do. Because 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 air does in fact travel, doesn't it? Doesn't it travel on on currents? I believe it does. There are air currents. In fact, that's why you have turbulence when you're flying in your plane. Isn't it? It looks like bumps in the sky. It's like, you know, if you're traveling on a bumpy road. And, and, you know, you, 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 your car starts bouncing around. That's what happens in the sky. You're hitting bumpy air. And so you have, you have these air currents all over the place, zooming in and out. You just open your window, whatever. And if, you don't, if, if you're at a restaurant and it has the air conditioning on, it doesn't have the air conditioning on. You mean outside eating your food. And somebody walks by you, the, the current of air. And this is what I've always believed. This is, what I've always, this is why I've always said to myself, this has to be stupid. Why? First of all, okay, if COVID is that rampant, how come you have, let's look at what's happening in Afghanistan. Are there any words of uh, people there, even though they may be wearing masks? In fact, take a good look when you see the images from Afghanistan. Are they wearing masks at all? Are they? I haven't seen, I haven't heard of any of the uh, people coming across that border who have COVID dropping dead. I, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard of any mass. And you know that'd be news. If it, well, maybe it wouldn't be in this climate. Maybe, maybe that wouldn't make news at all in this climate if, if we were actually dropping dead. So, 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 I don't know, but. I think somebody would be saying something about it somewhere, even if it was Fox, Newsmax, um, One America News. Now, somebody would be saying something about it, but they're not. Why? Because people are not dropping dead from COVID. The herd has indeed been immune. Uh, Special prayers also for my friend and uh, someone I really care about, Lee Lamson. Lift him up, lifting him up in prayer right now. Just pray uh, for Lee and his quick recovery, his quick healing. Uh, I want to thank God for the ability to go boldly before his throne and petition him for uh, our lives and for our sustenance. And so, hey, folks, bringing to you, uncovering and exposing things that need exposing. Yeah, that need exposing. And friends, don't you ever swallow this government stuff whole. Don't ever swallow it whole. 
You can never do it again. We, we, are going, we are going to have to carefully analyze everything they present to us from this day forward. Why? Let me tell you why. Let's talk about this for just a second. In fact, uh, let me take a, a short break here. I'm CL. I'll be right back. Don't you go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone out in the app store. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. I want to thank you all for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here on our great nation. And um, listen, when I left, I, I told you this. I said this to you. I, in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm going on, on record right now telling you that when we see Joe Biden again, I want you to pay close attention to what you're looking at. When when you see Joe Biden again, there's rumblings that he might do a, a thing tonight, a, uh, a presidential press conference tonight. There's rumblings that he might do that. But when you see him again, I want I want all of you now to pay close attention to who and what it is you might be watching. And, and I tell you something else you need to watch out for. I tell you something else you need to look at and, and check out as far as Joe. He took him up to Camp David. Uh, you know, that, and that's a, they, they're, they're leading him around. You know, you, you know that. Oh, yes, they're leading him around. They took him up to Camp David to program and deprogramming, put a chip in his head or whatever. I don't know. The president may be, well, the president, Joe Biden, not, not the president, not, not Donald John Trump. He's the president. Joe Biden may actually be a cyborg. I, I don't know. You know, you know, but, but this is the thing. <laughs> Joe Biden, Joe Biden, cyborg. But, Pay close attention to him. Take a look at his countenance. Pay, take a look at his countenance. But pay close attention to him. Okay? Because I have a feeling, just, just, my, just my old cornfield feeling, I have a feeling that old Joe may not, he's either going to be perkier or he's going to be kind of wide-eyed and something. I got a feeling. But now, but now you, you have to make the judgment for yourself. But check this out. 
America is calling and screaming in their own minds, every one of you who are paying attention, you must be screaming for this man and his V in his and his Kamala. You, you, you must be screaming in your mind for this man and his Kamala to resign because they should. There cannot be a more disgraceful thing that has occurred on the international stage than is going on in Afghanistan. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Cutting and running? Yeah, my, my mother's roots run into Texas. My daddy, of course, Louisiana. But neither one of us are people who cut and run. Just not in our DNA. We just don't cut and run. And in fact, the, mat- the matter is, uh, I-, I, don't, I don't know many Americans who have the spirit in them. We don't cut and run. You know, as far as when we need to defend our, our, our turf, our ground, we don't cut and run. We'll shoot. Americans have always shot it out with you. We're not going to cut and run. What the think the Alamo is all about? It's not about cutting and running. Joe Biden has cut and run. He has left people who depended on him exposed to enemy enemy fire. There are men, women, boys, and girls who are being killed. Young girls are being raped and being wed to Taliban soldiers as they were during the Obama years. School for girls has gone away. Friends, the debacle is on, and if you're looking at the Chinook helicopters taking off, they're under fire in some cases. You are seeing America, our nation, your country, mine, being mishandled and misused by Joe Biden and the people who are his puppeteers. Because, hey, listen, I am not saying something out of hand. I am telling you that is what's going on. We are being, we are, people are looking at us like we're absolute uh, cowards. We're not the America that they know, and we have just shaken the uh, confidence that even our allies have in us over this right here. And now you put all of this when when the when the rest of the world, a lot of the rest the rest of the world, much of the rest of the world knows that the COVID thing that CNN, MSNBC, and the Biden Biden is pushing off on us, Fauci and Biden are pushing off on us, a lot in the rest of the world, in Europe, they know that it is all hype. They know it. They know it's all hype. But what they have to say is not even penetrating America. 
It's not all the, the, the 24 hour news cycle in America is dominated by hysterics. They are they, they are they are making it to a they are causing it to come down to a point where you're just dealing with hysterics. And friends, that's never good when all you're doing is dealing with hysterics. And so that's where we are. And this COVID thing, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to bring on uh, the originator of a clip that I, I saw here about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes ago before coming on. Um, I looked at this clip and everything that we ha- that I had suspicioned Everything, everything that I had suspicioned, everything that you're suspicioning or have suspicions of, I don't think suspicioning is a word, but but everything that you have suspicion of, I know that's right. I think she, I think she actually outlines it and, and nails it and, and, and brings it to the forefront and you need to hear it. You need to hear her if she... She did this, I'm sure she'll come on radio. There's no question about it because her face needs to be seen. And the information that she is bringing us from a standpoint of knowledge has to be heard because you're being lied to. You're being hoodwinked, swindled, and uh, you are being bamboozled. Joe Biden is at Camp David, at least that's where they say he is. If he wasn't, the news media wouldn't tell you. If he was in Bethesda uh, Hospital, they would not tell you that. It would take, uh, what's that kid uh, who's uh, Steve? It would take Steve, not Steve Ducey, but his son. It would take him, and this kid's going to be a firecracker. Oh, he's going to be a fantastic investigative journalist. I can't wait for the Ducey report. It's going to happen. This kid, Ducey, Steve Ducey's kid, is going to be a firecracker. He sets it ablaze. They hate to see him coming, although they do have friendly fire going on with him. But it's going to take people like him to really examine, uh, to find out if Joe Biden is actually at Camp David or is he at Bethesda. Don't be surprised if if it turns out here a week later that we find out that he did take a trip through Bethesda Hospital. Is Joe Biden a cyborg? (laughs) I'm I'm just saying... If he is, they're fine-tuning him a little bit more. You know, uh, it, it's possible that Joe may have actually stroked out, but they were able to save him. And so they now are in planning, and I'm going way over the top here. You don't know. The reason I'm, I'm, I'm dressing it up and sending it to you like that is because what they're telling us 
is just as fantastical if it is fantastical, but it's just as fantastical as me telling you that Joe Biden's a cyborg. And to tell you the truth, it's more that is more that's probably more probable. That is more probable than what they're telling you about COVID. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah, that's more probable that Joe Biden is a cyborg than what they're telling you about COVID that people are dispelling all over the place. So so we're going to uh, just examine some things here in these days to come about what you are being told and what the truth is from people who are seeing the truth from a different vantage point. Oh, listen, and, and uh, let me let me do this so that nobody uh, gets the wrong idea. I have had friends. In fact, one of my dearest mentors, uh, Pastor Harry Blake, Shreveport, Louisiana, Mount Canaan Baptist Church, passed away with COVID. I think he would still be alive right now if he hadn't gotten COVID. Although he had been ill for years, but he was managing his illness. And then he got COVID. And he died. He died with COVID. But COVID, COVID didn't kill him. Everything along with COVID killed him. Same thing with my, um, another mentor of mine, Herman Cain. Herman Cain was a stage four cancer survivor. And he was battling that uh, as we were speaking, as we were together in Tulsa the last time with the president. We, he was battling cancer. And he contracted covid and, and and so and so Herman died with COVID along with everything else that was bothering him. The COVID was just the catalyst that, that he could not overcome along with everything else that was wrong. Okay? But 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 he did not get there was no shot or anything, okay? There was nothing uh for him to get. Uh, and, 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 you know, people were, gee whiz, this man, there have been, there would have been 30,000 people at his funeral. I think there was something like, uh, uh, 50, if that many, I'm not too sure they, there was that many when, when we memorialized, uh, uh, my, my wife, uh, my, my departed wife now, Jane, uh, Jane would have had five, 6,000 people at her funeral. Seriously, Sean, Sean Hannity was coming. It would have been outside the doors. 200 were there. Most of most of most family. But she'd have liked that anyway. But but see. This is this is the thing. You need to know the truth about what's going on. Where is Joe Biden? Hello? 
We're, we're calling Joe Biden. Now, you Democrats pawned him off on us as some kind of uh, leader who was going to make it all better. Oh, uh, somebody, somebody, you, you pawned him off on us as saying that Joe Biden, that Joe Biden, uh, who, who campaigned from his basement, got more votes than any person has ever run for president in the history of America. You, you, you pawned him off on us as that guy, right? Who's going to be the savior of the country? That's that guy. He was going to be that guy. Well, uh, got news for you, brother. News for your sister. He ain't that guy. In fact, we don't even know where he is. <laughs> Earth to Joe. So if you are a he's going to come back, I'm telling you. You tune in. If he comes on tonight, you tune in. They're going to have him fine-tuned. They're going to have to have him fine-tuned. The cyborg version of Joe will be on there. You know what? They may have created a cyborg Joe. And the real Joe Biden is in a closet somewhere being, I don't know. Who knows? All the sci-fi theorists are all over the place right now because this could happen. I'm not, I'm not talking about something that, that could not happen. This could happen. So, Joe, you tell us where you are. We need to hear from you on this Afghanistan thing since this debacle is all you, Joe. It's all you. The, the pullout, the murders, the rapes that are going on in uh, Afghanistan right now, them sweeping in there and just taking that thing over again. That's all you and the Democrats, Joe. That's all you. And I want you to think about this. Think about this. We had energy independence, didn't we? Yes, we did. We had energy independence. We were independent of oil and gas from foreign countries. When Donald Trump was president of the United States, or is while Donald Trump was, uh, was uh, out of exile, was in, didn't have to go into exile, we were energy independent. Joe Biden now is telling uh, the Iranians and the, and the OPEC nations to drill, baby, drill, while America's pipelines are shut down. Think about it. We had China. In check. We had Iran in check. We had the Russians in check. We had all of them in check until, until Donald John Trump had to go into exile. And this Joe Biden guy shows up, put there as a puppet. Think about it. We had the southern border. In check, the Border Patrol was finally being able to do their jobs. They had it patrolled too, y'all. Now, it is overrun. They're telling me that there's more people uh, have come across 
that border now that live in the state of Rhode Island. Illegals, there's more illegals that have come across that border now that live in the state of Rhode Island, maybe even Delaware. Put them, oh my goodness, folks. Think about it. We did not have these problems until Joe Biden. Isn't that right? Yes, that's right. It was Joe Biden. And so you hang right there. Don't you go anywhere at the top of the hour. Uh, after the top of the hour, we're going to bring on L.M. Buddy Pilgrim. Uh, he is a businessman extraordinaire, a former CEO, president of what is known as Pilgrim's Pride uh, Chicken. Yeah, that's a big deal down where I'm from. Pilgrim's Pride Chicken. And uh, he's going to talk to us about a myriad of things that are going on. And I want to give him free reign as long as he wants to talk. We're going to talk to Buddy Pilgrim. The insight, I believe, will be from a, I know, will be from a Christian perspective. He's one of the most upright men I know. And, Buddy, I don't want to put that heavy mantle on you, but he's, he's a man of great integrity. And uh, I admire him greatly. I admire him greatly. And so I, I want to bring him on after the top of the hour. Uh, to you, and then we're working on getting uh, someone who I'm, I'm going to talk about them at the, as we begin at the um, home stretch of the hour. I'm going to give you her name, and I am going to get her on here so that we can talk about this COVID uh, lie. You eat in the airport restaurant, and um, you have your mask off while people blow right past you. You can feel their, you can feel the wind from their body, the, the breeze from their body as they pass by you. You got your mask off. So they take whatever's at your table on that air current with them, don't they? Of course they do. It goes to the next table and on out into the, the terminal. But they have you idiots and I don't want to call all of you idiots, but they have you thinking that somehow uh, you need to mask up and mask your children up. When if they're going to eat at an airport, uh, they're going to be able to take the mask off and eat with the... Uh, doesn't make sense. You're six feet, you're six inches away from the person sitting next to the, you in the seat next to you in the airplane, especially if you're three, three rows across you're six inches away from that person. They give you all drinks. They give you all the, you know, cookies or crackers or whatever it is, pretzels they give to you. And you take your mask off to eat it, but you put it, you're supposed to put it back up. Uh, of course, that's what that Nazi said uh, to that guy the other day. Yeah, we want you to take it down and put it up after, you, after every sip. <laughs> Homeboy sort of looked at him. He looked over at us. We looked at him like he's an idiot. He went on about his business. And we continued uh, eating whatever this stuff is they give us. And um, I have water always on the plane because it keeps you hydrated. You need hydration on the plane, you get a headache. And so 
they're, they, they, they're, they're controlling you. They're controlling you. And you need to break free of it. And the only thing that's going to cause you to break free is, is, is the truth. And, and the truth is the, the great, one of the great profound truths is that the truth will set you free. Yes, it will. The truth will make you free. And Americans, you are not being made free by what Fauci and his minions and this Joe Biden puppeteer show of Joe Biden that's going on is telling you. You're not being made free at all. Not at all. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the app store. CL back on this great day in the USA, across the fruited plains, and throughout the greatest success story that uh, we have, that the world has ever, ever known, and that is America. And all of us are grateful, should be grateful, for this land that we live in. And the best way to appreciate America, the best way to appreciate America is to leave it. For a little bit. I think that's the best way to appreciate America is to leave it. You can leave America for two weeks. You have to go and be gone at least two weeks. A week's not quite enough to miss it. You don't miss America in just a week. Yeah, you're still having fun. It's beginning to wind down and you've seen some of the sites that you wanted to see and all of that type thing. And and if you're taking a, a European tour you may not miss America. You know, if you're going for two weeks on a tour, three weeks, two, two, three weeks on a tour or somewhere outside of the country on a tour, you may not actually miss America uh, until you get to maybe the last week of the, of the tour, the last few days of the tour. You begin to, to get homesick and uh, because you do realize that things aren't the way they uh, they are back here. They, they just aren't. I think I told you the other day, Big Macs, Big Macs aren't, don't even taste the same over there. And they, I know they're supposed to, but they don't. And it's because the ingredients and stuff that go into stuff over there are not the same as you're used to tasting here in America. It's the same um, recipe and all that kind of thing for the Big Mac sauce and all that. But it tastes different. The Big Mac actually tastes different there. And so, and so there is a lack of appreciation, is my whole point, of what we have here. But if she goes, if America goes away, if she leaves us, if she goes away, 
and, 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 and all of you, red, yellow, black, and white, male, female, if America, if she leaves us, if she goes away, I am telling you, she's not going to return. She's not coming back. We would have lost her forever. She will walk out of our lives forever. She'll be gone. The Europeans don't know what happened to Europe. Are you, are you hearing me? The Europeans right now, because of the same thing that we have allowed, that are allowing to happen to us, they allowed people to flood them their borders, except the people that were flooding their borders were Muslims. Are you hearing me? In Europe, Europe did the same thing. Sweden, England did the same thing that's happening at our southern border right now. And I am telling you the end result that the Europeans will tell you no uncertain term. The French did the same thing. They will tell you in no uncertain terms that there was the worst thing they ever could have done. You see it for yourself. Of course, you, you only live in your little. Do you know there's people that's never been out of their own neighborhoods? Especially in Los Angeles and California, there, there are people who, who live in Los Angeles today who has never been out of the Crenshaw District. I know because I have relatives who live in the Crenshaw District. Who live in Inglewood. I have, old, I have relatives who live out there. And they have never been away from there. Everything they may have gone to the airport and got on a plane and came here, but they went directly back there. They have not been anywhere other than where they came from originally to where they are now. And that's good enough for them. But th th their view of the world is very narrow because that's, they've only seen what they see. And they listen to a certain amount of this uh, certain newscast and they only hear what they hear. So their view of the world is narrow, and that's what the Democrats want you to have is a narrow view of the world and of your fellow man. Because, see, here you are. You're thinking that if a person's not thinking like you, he is against everything that America stands for, and that's what the news media is telling you on MSNBC, ABC, and all of that. But you, lo and behold, you don't understand. You don't know what's out there until you check it out. Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show.
back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us across the Fruited Plains as we build here daily on the C.L. Bryant Show, the bridge to conversation. And, uh, hey, I just got back from Phoenix out there with some great folks uh, out there in Phoenix. And, hey, I'm telling you, they are bent on wanting to save their state. And, oh, if we only had the spirit of those folks, those Arizonans out there to save and rescue the republic uh, that they know to be America. Someone of such uh, uh, leanings and a man of great stature, a person who I have great admiration for. Uh, I feel uh, he is a businessman extraordinaire, former CEO, president of Pilgrim's Pride Chicken, my good friend, Buddy Pilgrim. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you there? I'm doing wonderful, C.L. God bless you. Thanks for having me on today. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Always good to be on with you, Buddy Pilgrim. Now, now there's a whole lot of things that uh, that we are going to talk about here today, and I certainly hope that you have a little time to spend with me, Buddy. I'm going to try to do this uninterrupted, but we will see how how this plans how this pans out, Buddy. Uh, there are so many things. Uh, I tell you what. You tell me, what is the hottest topic? If Buddy Pilgrim was to talk to a national audience, in fact, a global audience right now, there's a whole bunch of folks listening to you. What would you want to say to Americans in particular, Buddy Pilgrim? Well, it's really uh, interesting because we have two really hot topics going on right now. One is Afghanistan and what's taking place there and how the Biden administration has really botched the withdrawal from there. And it's going to be to the harm of many, many people, many lives in Afghanistan will be lost, people who've helped us over there, assistants who've helped us. That's one of the things. And the other issue is obviously coronavirus and uh, how that's affecting us and the mandates that the left wants to place upon the rest of us in terms of vaccination or wearing masks. Third thing I would say is probably this insane spending that's taking place with the passage of the infrastructure plan. Uh, and this so-called infrastructure plan, because even the $1.2 trillion, the little spending bill, the $1.2 trillion one instead of the $5 trillion big one that's here to follow, is really not even mostly infrastructure. It's mostly other things, and it's the gateway to the $5 trillion socialism plan. Uh, all three of those are such critical issues. Uh, I think they're equal in importance. We can talk about them let's, in whatever order you want. Let, let, let's talk about the middle one first, buddy. Let's talk about the second one that you presented to us first, because I, I just got off of uh, a plane last night, and the, the lunacy is that you can eat in an airport restaurant with your mask down while people walk past you with their mask up. And then you can take yours down and eat in the airport restaurant. But when you get back to the loading area, you, they want you to stay six feet apart with the mask on. But you're going to sit, be six inches apart in the plane eating the snacks that they give you on the plane. Buddy, there is something in logic that's missing. Is there something that they're telling, not telling us? By Is there a lie by omission, possibly, that is going on when it comes to this, to this coronavirus thing? Talk to us, buddy. Pilgrim. Well, I, I, I think there is a lie by omission that, uh, 
uh, especially regarding the issue of masks, we're continually told that we need to listen to the medical science. We need to heed the medical science and the medical doctors. And I want to tell you something that I haven't heard stated anywhere else on any broadcast on television or radio either one. This is my take on this issue. We don't need to listen to medical doctors when it comes to the efficacy of the mask, and here's why. Because the efficacy of the mask is not an issue of medical science. It's an issue of physical science. In other words, it's an issue of physics. And Dr. Fauci is not a physics. He's not a doctor of physics. He's a medical doctor. And physics is what simply tells you whether or not one object can pass through another. So I did some research on this, and I looked up the size of a, of a micron. I don't want to get too deep into No, the I want to hear this. This is good. Folks, listen. Listen okay. to this. A, a micron is point zero 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 four four zeros uh, and then a four so it's easy to remember four zeros followed by a four point zero 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 four of an inch a hair a human hair is 50 microns this is one millionth of a meter and if you put on any cloth mask there is not a cloth mask made that is tightly woven enough to stop anything that is one millionth of a meter or four hundred thousandths of an inch from passing through that mask. So the masks are literally ineffective. They may make you feel good. I heard over the weekend that they might stop as much as 3% of the virus from getting through and 97% would actually pass the mask, even if you flip that. And even if you said it stopped... 97% 97% of the virus and 3% went through. 3% in the air, in the atmosphere, breathed in, would still be enough to, conf- to to infect you. So what difference does it make whether you get 3% or 97%? It's still going to allow the virus to get in you if you're in the presence of the virus anyway. So the, the idea that a mask will protect you is simply a false concept when you consider the issue of physics and it's physics that's that determines how large of a particle can pass through uh one another object such as a cloth mask it's not medical science so so buddy pilgrim uh i heard someone uh actually uh confer and and actually confirm what you have just said they said uh, that and, and who was a physicist? They said that if you can smell anything through your mask, then the mask does you no good. He said if you can breathe through your mask, then your mask does you no good. Why then? There has to be a question about this. Then why? What's the end game to this type of mass deception? Is it control? Talk to us. All about it's trying to deceive you into believing that you can't make the right judgments on your own for the control and the safety of your body. That the government has to, they want to scare you, they want to create fear in your life. That if you don't go around with a mask on, you're going to catch the coronavirus. You may or may not get the coronavirus, but listen, whether or not you wear a mask is not going to be the determinant of whether or not you get the coronavirus. But they want to scare you into believing that the government will give you the best procedures and the best prescription for how you should live your life. If you just learn to listen to the government and obey, you'll be better off. And it's a completely false premise. And the mask is a great example of that. Because
because they never tell you that it won't protect you. What you just said is so right. If you can blow smoke through a mask, a particle of smoke is larger than the coronavirus. So if smoke will pass through a mask, the coronavirus will pass through the mask. So you're kidding only yourselves and those that believe in masks if you try to wear it and think it's going to provide protection. You I'm certainly in favor of you trying, trying to protect it. Distance is probably better than a mask. Wow. And sunshine, my friends, uh, from what I've been told, and I get a lot of it here in Florida, sunshine is the best remedy for the whole the whole thing. Everybody just go out and, and, and sunbathe. Uh, buddy, let me ask you this. You used a word here just a little bit ago, uh, and it, 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 it was deception. Now, Jesus tells us that uh, one of the signs uh, of, of the end of an age, of, the, of this age, will be mass deception. Be careful that no one deceives you. Beware that no one deceives you. Is there then an end game to the type of deception that we're looking at? With Where is Joe Biden? Let me ask you this. We haven't seen or heard uh, from Joe Biden, Buddy Pilgrim, and, and Afghanistan is imploding. Americans are, are, are cutting and running. It's a national disgrace. Where's Joe Biden? What's happening with this guy? I don't, I don't get it. Talk to us. I, I don't either. It's hard to understand. You're right. We haven't heard from him in six days. Supposedly, he's going to speak to the nation at 345 uh, Eastern Time this afternoon and make some statement. I can predict with somewhat of certainty. I guarantee he's going to try to blame this on the Trump administration. He's going to say, we inherited a plan that Trump had already negotiated to be out of there by May. Now, think about this. That is true. The Trump had negotiated a plan to be out of Afghanistan by May. Biden already moved it from May to first September 11 and then to August 31st. Okay. So if, if he can inherit a plan, but then disregard the date in the plan and move it from May to September to back to August, he could move it from August to October. He can't say that he was bound to have to get out of there this weekend, this day, and this way because of what Trump negotiated, because he already abandoned what Trump negotiated with respect to May. Second thing, I am certain that if President Trump were still in office today, as well he should be, that Trump would have either not left in May, or if he had have left, he would have left there in an orderly manner, not leaving aircraft and equipment, drones, all of those other things for the Taliban to take over, and he would have gotten the people out of there in an orderly manner before pulling the majority of the military out of there. You know, Biden pulled the majority of the military out first, then is left with people to try to get out of there, and now he's having to send in thousands of U.S. troops. Last week he said it was going to be 2,500. Then he said 3,000. Then it went to 6,000. I heard this morning it's now 7,000 troops yeah. that he's sending back in there yeah. only for the purpose of helping people get out. It's exactly the opposite approach that he should have taken. He should have gotten the people out first in an orderly manner, then began to withdraw the troops, and he should have left air support for the uh, Afghan troops there. If he had left U.S. air support for the Afghan troops, none of this would have happened that we're seeing today. You, you know, buddy, uh, you and I are, are in the same age bracket, and, and, and you know what? Uh, this, this is something that I, I, I feel uh, happening. I feel as though the 12th grade class, the 12th grade uh, civics class or, or whatever, is running this country. There, there doesn't seem to be an adult 
in the administration called Joe Biden. I, I can't call him. Uh, well, yeah, Joe Biden. I'll just I'll just use that. I mean, not digress that yeah. far. But just the same. Who is who's who's running who's running this country? Uh, I, I don't understand that Joe Biden doesn't seem to have a clue. People are saying he must be a cyborg. They must be fixed. I don't know what's happening. But, folks, none of that crazy stuff is going on. But let me tell you this. It's easier to believe that Joe would be a cyborg than to believe the crazy stuff you're believing about the coronavirus. And, and so and so <laughs> how how is it that, that we are buying into this and we are being shepherded around as sheep uh, at this point in time, Buddy Pilgrim? Well, for the majority of Americans, it's because they listen to the mainstream media. And the mainstream media is no longer uh, an independent media organization. They are an arm of the left-wing Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is completely run by the left-wing now. There, there are I say there are no moderate Democrats because even those who claim to be so-called moderate Democrats still vote for Chuck Schumer to be – uh, the majority leader of the Senate, and they still vote for Nancy Pelosi to be the Speaker of the House when time comes to pick the, the leaders in those two bodies. And when you put those two people in charge of the two legislative branch of the bodies of uh, government, you put the most radical elements in place and in charge. So there's no such thing as a moderate Democrat. They all vote in lockstep anyway. And even when you see the ones that are supposedly moderate Democrats interviewed on some of the uh, some of the television stations like Fox that will bring on uh, a moderate Demo- a so-called moderate Democrat, and they start talking about the issues, in nearly every case, they support lockstep what's being done right now. Now, in terms of who's in charge up there, it's it's literally mind-boggling to me. I don't understand it. I mean, I often thought in the Obama administration that Valerie Jarrett was there with a disproportionate amount of influence, and I could see her her fingerprints on some of the things were being that were being done. I literally don't know who's in charge of the Biden administration. It's it's uh, so, it's beyond comprehension to understand what's really going on there and who's making the decisions and feeding him the information uh, on what he wants needs to say. What, I, I don't know what you did right there is what most people from Washington D.C. to California. Uh, do when asked that question, Buddy Pilgrim, we we halt, we stumble, and because we don't know what to say when answering that question, we don't know who's running this country. So when we look at critical race theory and we look at the attack on uh, order, law and order, uh, by attacking the blue, I, I, I led a rally. I mean, I don't know how many three, four hundred people uh, was was in attendance just a few nights ago. Back the blue. In, in Phoenix, Arizona. But when we look at the breakdown of that order, and then we look at the uh, confusion that something like critical race theory brings into the American landscape, uh, buddy, is all of this the same riding around in the same vehicle? Is all of, of the the confusion that's going on in this country right now with the socialist uh, takedown or try to taking down America? Is all of this a part of the same gumbo? I think it is a part of the same gumbo, so to speak. And critical race theory is an uh, essential element of what the left is trying to do. We have moved, I believe, from a soft tyranny to a hard tyranny. With Literally with what was done last week with the vote on the infrastructure, 
I hate to even call it that. That's what they call it. The, the so-called infrastructure plan, the $1.2 trillion vote. That was, in my opinion, a movement from a soft tyranny to literally a hard tyranny. We're in the situation now where we have tyrannical leaders on the left in control in D.C. And their next step, the, the $1.2 trillion was the gateway to the not $3 trillion, but actually to a 5 to $6 trillion bill that is loaded up with every left-wing um, socialist plan that they want to implement. And they are planning on passing that. They, the Democrats, are planning on passing that with 50 votes plus uh, Kamala Harris' vote in the Senate and with a party-line vote in the House when they, and they only have a four-vote majority there. They are going to implement the most radical policies in the history of this nation if they're not stopped. And they will do it in a manner that is it is disgusting the way they do it in terms of how they present it, what they tell is in it versus what's really in it, how they try to sell it to the public versus what's really in it. And it is a tyranny of the minority because the majority of Americans, even of Democrats that are out in the in the countryside, not the politicians, the majority of Americans do not believe in these radical, tyrannical, socialist policies. You know what, buddy? Uh, when you bring that up like that, it, it puts me in the mind of uh, a Louisiana senator that I help. I mean, I everybody knows, full disclosure, I helped get Bill Cassidy, Michelle and I, my executive producer and I, we worked hard to get him elected to take down Mary Landrieu, which we thought was a good thing. But folks, you know what, buddy, I am just bewildered at how uh, it seems seductive Washington, D.C. can be when it comes to this type of thing. I would have never thought that you'd have some Republicans who would go along with, unless you said, I, I just can't call this an infrastructure bill. What is it? Uh, I can't. I, it's just it's just ridiculous. But anyway, this is my question. What do we say to the GOP now? The Dems seem to hang together real good. We seem to stumble right at the finish line every time. If you have any advice, and you have been advisor before, let's hear what you would have to say to this party as we face 2022. We have to get more involved in the Republican primary process than we've ever been before in our lives. And we have to put the right people in at the primary level, because if we don't have uh, conservatives who are conservative to the core, who will fight to the core, uh, elected in the general election, and we can't get them unless we put the right ones in in the primary races, we've got to get involved in order to do that. Because time and time again, we see Republicans, uh, just like Bill Cassidy, I would rather have Bill Cassidy than Mary Landry, but I would rather have somebody who would be more conservative than Bill Cassidy than Bill Cassidy. He was he was gleeful. He was almost giddy last week on television about having supported this $1.2 trillion spending plan and how great it's going to be and all of that. And there are there are massive problems. There are more problems with that than there are good things to come with it. And if we would stand as firm and united as the Democrats do, we could defeat those kind of bills. And the Democrats would see they're not going to get any of those kind of things through. He... I think he's badly misguided in his belief that somehow the $1.2 trillion plan is going to prevent the $5 trillion plan from going through. 
they're going to do the $5 trillion, $6 trillion plan on this party line vote and using Kamala in the Senate. And what was voted on last week is the gateway to that. I'm very disappointed. John Cornyn voted to move that $1.2 trillion bill onto the floor for debate. Now, in the end, he didn't vote for the final passage of it, but he voted to move it forward on debate. And I was furious when I saw that uh, and tried to contact Cornyn's office and his phones were jammed. So I, I personally texted Ted, Ted Cruz. I have Ted's cell phone number because I worked for Ted and I know him well. And I, I texted Ted and I said, I would ask you to please tell John Cornyn to his face that conservative Texans are furious with Republicans who are supporting this $1.2 trillion plan and tell him it's going to create problems for him in the primary and for everybody else that does. And that's what we've got to do is we've got to be involved. We've got to, we've got to get involved in the primary. I'm going to be very involved in the Texas governor's primary, I think, uh, to make sure we have the most conservative governor in the state of Texas. Abbott is okay. He's he at least is a, a general conservative, and he's been a good governor. He's no Ron DeSantis, though. No, no, no. Abbott's and far from Ron. And, and now let me say that. Let me say so, this, buddy. And I'm glad glad you. And I want you to stay with me. Um, listen, speaking of conservative Texans, I just let like I just said, I left Arizona here just 24 hours, not 24 hours ago, and uh, this is the, the, the issue that's on their minds as well as you Texans. And that's that, that the border is absolutely being overrun. I mean, it's, it's, it's just being overrun. Hey, buddy, let's just talk about the end game to that because that does also fit into this gumbo that we talk about. There's a soup that's being put together here, Americans, that we do not want to even taste of, but was being force-fed to us. And so, and so buddy... Is Abbott handling that border thing right? Is he calling for the right things? Uh, does he have the authority to defend his border? Joe Biden feels as though he has the authority to override governors of certain of, of, of the states. You talk to us about this. You understand the Constitution and what uh, states' rights are all about. Talk to us. Well, Abbott's done some things. I don't think he's done enough things. This uh, border wall that he's talking about building himself and then goes through the process of arresting people that go through it for trespassing, he could have begun doing that long before he did. This so-called Texas border wall that he's building should have been built prior to Biden doing what he's doing, number one. Uh, Number two, I, I think the governor has far more authority than he thinks he has or then he at least uh, tries to implement because we don't have anybody almost anybody in this country who really stands up for the 10th amendment and the sovereign power of the state of texas over the federal government the federal government is literally doing things that they have no constitutional authority to do now they may get some court to approve what they did but the court's not even the ultimate authority. The Constitution of the United States is the ultimate authority. And if the Constitution of the United States gives powers to the states that aren't reserved for the government, then the states need to implement those powers. I think the, that Abbott could take a much stronger stand as a Tenth Amendment governor operating under the sovereign power given to the states and stop much more of this. We need him to at least push back more than he has. Operating, this is a plan for the Democrats to, to change this nation with the people they're letting in. 
operating under the sovereign uh, powers that the Constitution of the United States gives to the states. And folks, what that simply translated says to all of us is that the power comes from the grassroots to the Fed, not the other way around. It's your money that's kicked up to the Feds that makes this country work as far as all of the bureaucracies that it fi- that your money finances. It begins at your kitchen table while you're counting out your budget or, or, or balancing your budget. It begins there, and it kicks up. You kick money up to them to keep you safe and, and the city safe and, and, and to keep the, 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 the country safe. And so, buddy, is, is there a lack of understanding even among Christian folks particularly among Christian folks, about how this thing should work. Are Christians being duped? And why are they being duped? Buddy, talk to us about it. Uh, Christians are often duped because they think that involvement in government and politics and things like that is too earthly-minded, not not uh, heavenly-minded enough. But I want to tell you, God created us as earthly beings to live on and to do this earth. His job description for us was written in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. When he said he was going to create man, he said, I'm going to create him in my image. And he said, I want them to rule over to subdue the earth, to rule over every living thing. And then he did exactly that. He created man, and the first words he spoke to them were a blessing. And he said, now your job assignment is to, is to rule over the earth, to subdue the earth and rule over every living thing. So my opinion is this. God is unchanging. The Word tells us that. And the desire of God's heart's never changed from the beginning of time. That is that people who have a right relationship with Him should be the ones in positions of power and authority throughout the earth, which means in the positions of business and politics. Liberty can only live when faith intersects with business and politics because the decisions that are made on this earth are made in the realm of businesses, that's why we see Google and Facebook and all of these companies that are taking away our rights and, and uh, canceling us out and kicking people off of social platforms and things like that so that we can't get our opinions out and our word out. So businesses and political offices are where power is exercised in this, in this earth. And if Christians abandon business and politics, we leave those two realms of authority to those who don't share our values And our values should be expressed there, not abandoned there. So people of faith have to get involved because what I said a minute ago, liberty can only exist when faith intersects with business and politics. Buddy, do people understand that the socialist tendencies and policies that these Marxist and communist uh, Democrats are pushing off on America, don't they understand that they're only a parasite on the back of the, of the free market? Socialism is a parasite. It's a tick on the back of the free market. It can't exist without the money that comes from the free market. And, man, you could not have said it better, buddy. Of course, you are a preacher. You could not have said it better than tell everybody that God gave us dominion in the old king, the King James, it says dominion. That's that's what God gives us all is dominion over this earth, y'all. And and let me tell you, we don't, we, we take that very lightly. 
And the Democrats think that somehow we have dominion over the climate, though, buddy. And God already set that in motion. It's been hot ever since I was a kid. I, I understand. And, 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 buddy, why is it that we have the, ar- the, the arrogance to think that somehow we specs as human beings can tamper with God's uh, climate, uh, his, thermoth- his thermostat? It is an arrogant position to think that the activities of mankind will affect the climate of the entire globe. And God created a system where if we produce more, uh, uh, well, we exhale. Uh, yeah, yeah, see, uh, uh, methane, <laughs> methane. Yeah, well, yeah, as we as we produce that, no, that's uh, what carbon dioxide. But, buddy, I'm sorry, carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. Thank you. Thank you. Either when you go blank on something like that, we exhale carbon dioxide. We generate more carbon with the things that we do. When we put that into the atmosphere, then that creates an atmosphere that is more rich and vibrant for plants. Plants take in carbon and carbon dioxide and produce oxygen. God created a system in the earth that cannot get out of balance long term because if the atmosphere were to become too carbon heavy, the plants would take it in. They would they would grow bigger and more healthy and produce more oxygen, which would offset what was taking place. God created a system that is self-balancing, and it is not man's activity that is changing this earth. You know, buddy, uh, my uncle was a very, very good mechanic, made a very good living at doing it. I used to love to tinker around on cars. Dad was a, was in the restaurant, did restaurants, so he didn't mess around with cars much, but I loved it. And uh, you put an, uh, something over an exhaust on a car. You, you put a, uh, anything in the exhaust pipe of a car or hinder the exhaust from being free of of uh, it, it being free to exhaust, to, to push out the exhaust, then you will ruin that vehicle. You really will. I believe, buddy, just just as a little caveat, that that's exactly what we're doing to our bodies by putting a mask on it. You talked about the uh, uh, carbon dioxide uh, that yeah. we breathe out. God intended for us to breathe that out. It wasn't intended for us to catch it in a mask and breathe it back in. That, that's not the, the, the purpose. Absolutely. And, and, and so, buddy, let me – go ahead, go ahead. Or you're so right to bring that point back up because especially as they're trying to put masks on children, children's brains need oxygen more than any other brains on the face of this earth because children's – all of our brains need oxygen. The children's brains need oxygen because they're still growing. They're still developing both in size and in the efficacy and the functioning of their brain. And the worst thing you can do to a child is to reduce the amount of oxygen that that child is able to take in by putting a mask over their face and making what they breathe in partially the carbon dioxide that they just breathe back out. And, buddy, as we uh, look at this now, as we begin to wind down in the interview, and I want to thank you for your time. You have a nonprofit that I want you to tell everybody about. Buddy Pilgrim is a man of integrity. In fact, he helps all of us uh, maintain uh, integrity by being uh, accountable to one another. Buddy, tell us about your organization. It's integrityleadership.org, integrityleadership, all one word, no spaces, dot org. And uh, with respect to faith and my, my role there, I teach the word for business and politics, the word for the workplace, as I sometimes say, because politics is a, worse, is a workplace. People are employed in the political environment and people are employed in business and that goes back to the point i made a minute ago i want people to live a life of liberty 
Isaiah 61.1 predicted that Christ came in order to set the captives free, to bring liberty to the captives. He wants us to live a life that is free, where we have liberty. And liberty can only exist when faith intercedes in business and politics. And it is at that intersection of faith, business, and politics that we can all live our best life. It's where capitalism will thrive. It's where our individual freedoms will thrive. And it is at risk right now. If we don't realize what's doing, wake up and get involved and stay involved. I want you to hear him. That's LM Buddy Pilgrim. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for your friendship, buddy. Uh, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer for you. Got to have you on a whole lot, uh, especially coming in uh, to the end of this year and all of 2022. We're going to be hearing from you because, hey, listen, we need to hook up, buddy. I mean, seriously, we seriously need to do some things together. Got some ideas, want to run them past you. And um, as I was saying to you, I decided not to run for that office that I had told you about. I won't go into it, but I decided not to do that. And I'll talk to you offline about that. Well, God bless you, CL. I appreciate you having me on the program today. I'm available anytime you want me to be. It's an honor to get to, to uh, speak into the hearts and minds of the people who follow you and to your audience. God bless you. God bless you, my friend. That was L.M. Buddy Pilgrim. I'm CL, and uh, this is the CL Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, over the talk, monster. Red State Talk Radio. Hey, if you're traveling through Times Square, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, and uh, you will see the Talk Monster billboard right there uh, in Times Square, about a block away from the, where they drop the big ball. And um, every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up right there. Uh, integrity Leadership is what Buddy Pilgrim heads up. And, um, friends, that is something uh, that is missing, certainly, in politics, but it's missing in just about every aspect of business these days. It's not a a, a thing of integrity to censor someone's speech, especially when we have a constitutional. I mean, what I mean is it's the foundation of who we are as a nation. We that that, that's what that's the first right that you have is to speak, is to be heard. And, And and there is nothing good about someone, whether it be the government entities or whoever it may be. It's nothing good about them being the thought police, the word police for you and me. Listen, all of us know from being young children around grandma that you don't go around grandma with a cold, right? You got to be told that. That's part of your home training. Of course, there's not a lot of home training going on a lot, uh, these days. But still, that's home training. Even the, the most heathen most people. <laughs> As some, some, some preacher used to say, the most heathen most people uh, want, uh, want to protect grandma from, from a cold. We've been taught to do that. And so, uh, friends, the, the, the type of control, Buddy and I talked about this, the type of control that they're wanting to uh, initiate over us is not something that we should allow. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to be back with more after this, and I'm going to tell you, folks, there is uh, someone I want to introduce to you. There's a video clip that this lady did. Uh, about this coronavirus thing, uh, Buddy Pilgrim and I talked about it. You're not being told the entire truth. You're not. You see, they're they're making you think that there's only one option, and that's not true. In fact, there are people in Europe 
who have exercised other options and they are working very well. But you're not told about them so that you can have that option for yourself, right? You're not told about it. And so that's lying to you, in my estimation, it's lying to you by omission. It's lying to you by omission, not giving you the the full stories. And that used to be the job of the uh, media, the, the free press. Yeah. And but I can tell you this right here on Ray, on, on Red State, we say what we want to say. OK, and I want to thank Scott Adams for that. I want to thank Scott Adams for that. Scott Adams told me when I came on, he said, CL, let it rip. He actually said those words. He said, CL, just let it rip. Whatever you want to do, you do it. Is your is your air for two hours? You do it, and folks, that's what I do. I let it rip, and I want to thank you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. But I was worth saving, so you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, so you cleaned me up inside. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and stand we also have the phone apps in the app store. Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can, always in the heaven CL, CL back with you on this great day in the USA. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us uh, here today as we have built the bridge to conversation uh, right here throughout our great nation on Red State Talk uh, Radio. Well, let me get that off of there. Uh, there. I'm just I don't know what's happening. The goblins are running around, but uh, that's okay. I think I have it under control now. Now, yeah, like I was saying, the uh, the goblins uh, run around and uh, sometimes mess things up, but that's all right. I want to um, uh, now sort of switch gears and talk to you about um, this uh, this um, lady that had um, this video on on um, I think it was Rumble. And I'm going to let you, if I can, I'm going to try and let you hear some of it. I'm going to try and let you hear some of it. And uh, um, those of you who are my monitors out there, let me know what's happening when uh, we play this thing right here. Take a listen. and I have been a COVID crisis response travel nurse since April of 2020. I'm making this video today to share some information with you that I think a lot of people don't know, um, but you are being lied to, and I think that people need to know this information. 
Um, so I have a list of things that I want to talk to you about. And if you learn anything, please share this information because the more people that know, the better. Um, so the first of many lies is that you are being led to believe that there are no treatments for COVID. The only messaging that you hear is that vaccines and masks are the only tool that we have to fight this pandemic. And it is a downright lie. Um, please go listen to the Joe Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan experience, excuse me, podcast 1671. Uh, it's with evolutionary biologist, Dr. Brett Weinstein and a, an ICU doctor named Dr. Pierre Corey, who was part of a group of, um, of doctors led by Dr. Paul Merrick, uh, who incidentally I worked with for three years. And they have been looking at the use and the effectiveness of ivermectin, which is being used around the world with astounding results to treat and prevent COVID. Um, if you learn, or if you take nothing else from this video, and if you want to know what is really going on with COVID, please go listen to that podcast and just start there. Um, so the first thing I want to tell you what they go over in that podcast, uh, and like I said, it's about ivermectin. If you don't know what ivermectin is, it is an antiparasitic drug that has been showing really promising antiviral, um, properties. And so when COVID first went down, all of these doctors around the world were trying to figure out what they, what drugs that are currently in use that they could use to potentially fight COVID. And a group of doctors, um, discovered some benefits with ivermectin. And uh, it is an FDA-approved drug. It's on the World Health, World Health Organization's list of essential medicines. Uh, won the Nobel Prize in 2015, and over 4 billion doses have been given out around the world. Um, it is an extremely well-tolerated drug with minor side effects like nausea, headache, and dizziness. And it is um, safer than aspirin or Tylenol. Um, so in that podcast, they discuss some of the benefits um, out of the studies that people are seeing using ivermectin. And I'll just tell you about a couple of those. Um, there was a study out of Argentina back in December of 2020 in which they um, had 1,200 frontline healthcare workers, which is considered high risk. Um, they gave eight of them, or I'm sorry, 800 of them prophylactic ivermectin and prophylactic means preventative. You take it regularly. Um, it's available in pill form. So they gave 800 of them ivermectin and 400 of them they did not. Out of the 400 who did not take ivermectin, 58% of them got COVID. Out of the 800 who were on the ivermectin protocol, zero got COVID. That should be front page news, and yet you hear nothing about it. Um, in Mexico, which a lot of these lesser developed nations, um, they don't really have the money to pay large pharmaceuticals. That should be front page news, ivermectin, but yet you hear nothing about it. I'm going to let you hear about a little bit more of this in just a minute. But let me tell you something. It's a forty. It's a forty-nine. It's a forty-nine minute. Um, uh, I have. I haven't had a chance to hear it all. I just zoomed uh, through some of it. But the, what I was hearing here uh, was was saying to me uh, that if, if this is so. Then you, my friends, are, are being lied to by omission. That's what I was talking about with, with, with Buddy. You are being lied to by omission. If, if people don't tell you the whole truth about a situation, then they're still lying to you. They're hiding something from you. You understand what I'm saying? They're hiding something from you. And that's what Nicole. Uh, Whitley is her name, Nicole Whitley. We're going to have her on the show. Um, 
That's what she's trying to tell us is that you are being, she opens up by telling you, you're being lied to. You're being lied to. You're going to be lied to at 345 if Joe comes on, if Joe Biden comes on. And he, he's going to blame, uh, but he's right. I think he's going to blame Trump and he's going to blame the Afghan. He's, the Afghan, he's probably going to call the Afghans cowards. That's what he's probably going to do. He's probably going to call the Afghans cowards. Afghanis cowards. So, uh, you know, it's not, they, they just simply needed some leadership. The leadership left. There was no there was no real leadership to tell them how to fight against them. We left. We, we turned. Ta- and listen, Joe, if you wanted to give the Taliban uh, mater- our weapons, why don't you just give them the weapons instead of uh, having, having these people killed? And these women raped and these girls uh, uh, abused. Why, why wouldn't you just give them the, 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 the weapons? Why wouldn't you? Instead of letting this atrocity happen. Why did you, why did you all allow this COVID thing uh, not to be uh, told to us straight? You, you still haven't come out and told us that it came from Wuhan, China. You, have, you, still, you Dems haven't admitted to that. Trump was very upfront about about that. But you you have not been that way. No, you have not been that way at all. So. My fellow Americans hear a little bit more of what Nicole has to say here. Companies to develop new drugs, so they were looking how to repurpose cheap, affordable drugs. Ivermectin is off patent. It's been in use since the 70s, and um, so there is no financial incentive for the pharmaceutical companies um, to really push it. So over in Mexico, they had seen a benefit with all these studies, and they implemented a a test and treat program, and within, which is where if somebody tested positive or were very early in showing symptoms, um, they gave them ivermectin. And within two weeks, the hospitalization and death rates completely plummeted. Hospitalizations in those who took ivermectin versus those who did not were reduced by 75%. In India and Peru, um, they're really good examples because they implemented ivermectin in certain states in the country and um, other areas did not. In Peru specifically, 24 of their states adopted it, and in one month, their deaths were, death numbers were down 59%. Um, they were down 75% after 45 days. And I just want to show you, because I think this graph does a beautiful job. Ibromectin, Ibromectin, FDA approved, been out there for a long time, over 4 billion, billion over 4 billion people, not here. Oh, no, not in America. Not in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Uh, We haven't even heard of it, have we? Oh, no, 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 no. They want to control you through fear. Fear is how they want to control you. And they are doing a very good job at it by keeping you in the dark. They want they want to keep you in the dark, treating you like the proverbial mushroom, feeding you a lot of poopy. 
crap. That's how they're treating you. And you, my dear friend, you, you're putting up with it. What are you prepared to do? That was one of the questions I asked this weekend in Phoenix to those fired up Arizonans. And God bless all of you. You were a wonderful, wonderful group of people. It had, uh, three, four, I can't remember, three or four events that I was at. Yeah, I spoke at three or four of them. And um, y'all were just fired up from the moment we said go. And Americans, that's exactly where we need to be right now. We need to be fired up from the moment we, 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 we leave up, from the moment we wake up to save the republic. To make, listen, to make it a place where we can relax again. Uh, a story was told um, by one of the speakers. And I, I got to get uh, got to get her name. Got to get in contact with the folks out there and get her get this person's name. One of the one of the speakers shared this story with you. I'm going to leave this story with you today because this going this story will tell you just how uh, loony this this whole thing is. Uh, a parent uh, is called to parents are called to come get their child from school because they uh, she might be exposed to COVID. The child it, 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 they they had learned that the child might have been exposed to COVID. This is why they call the parents to come get the child. So the parents get there and the mom takes the lead, as many times mothers will in this situation. Uh, Mom took the lead on that. And uh, she asked the teacher, she asked the teacher, well, how did you hear that? My child had COVID. And 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 the teachers, the, 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 the administration tells this woman and her husband that they're not going to tell, that they, they can't tell her that. Take your child home. Well, well, naturally now you just picked a fight. Well, the parent who you're telling to take their child home, you're not going to tell them why they need to take their child home. Who told you my child had been exposed to COVID? They told them to leave or they were going to have them arrested. They did not leave. School called cops. This is in Arizona. This is in Arizona. School called cops. Arrested those parents and put that child in child custody in child custody of the state. Over what? Nothing. You you mean to tell me that you work for me? Now this is you must understand that public school building is a government building. You own it. It's yours. You own it. And you're going to tell me that one of the employees of that government building is going to call a citizen who pays taxes to keep that government building uh, 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 open and also to help pay the salaries of those who supposedly are teaching our children. You're going to tell me that when a parent comes there wanting to know 
why their child is is, is being uh, specified to have COVID? You're not going to tell me why you're saying that? And then when I refuse to leave, unless you give me answers, you're telling me that uh, you're telling me that that you're not going to tell me why. Is that what you're saying? So you call the police and have me arrested and you take my child and put them in state custody. What? And you mean to tell me that the citizenry of that city did not march on City Hall? Did not be out in front of that school wondering what's going on in there? The police work for you, too. And they ain't going to arrest folks that you don't want arrested. That's not breaking the law. Uh, they, they, they instituted that they were trespassing. They weren't trespassing. They were there to see about their child. And the, the child was not exhibiting any symptoms. The child wasn't sick. Do you see how this can play out? My friends, do you understand how this can play out? You had better wake up. Somebody can just accuse you. You hear me? Somebody can just accuse you or your child of being exposed to COVID and you can wind up in jail if you don't do what they want you to do. And all you want is an explanation. That's all you want, right? It's an explanation. That's all any of us want is an explanation about what's going on here. How long are you going to stand for it? You had better be prepared to go down to that uh, uh, school house. You had better be prepared to, to march down to that jail house and tell them to let, that pe- let those people go. Americans, you are, listen, you had better do, do what, listen, if you put one of those radical Democrats in jail, they're going to go down there and see if they can't get them let go. But these people need to be let go and their folks, the people on our side, were silent. Well, I want to thank God for uh, this day and bring us to the close of yet another day. And I want to thank him for our men 